At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, We guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Betting Across America. Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchett, your host, live from Las Vegas. Your other host today, live from Denver, the Mile High City, uh, is James Salinas. So, James, uh, we got game three of the NBA Finals coming up uh, upon us this weekend. I know you're going to have the show this weekend to kind of break it down a little bit more. Uh, right now, the uh, line uh, suggests that the Bucks are minus four here uh, at home 221 and a half, 222, depending on where you shop, uh, is the total right now. Uh, I've seen that move a little bit too. Uh, now, game two, we were able to cash some tickets with some player props. Uh, thank you, Crowder. Thank you, uh, Holiday, there. Uh, but yet, some sloppy play fatigue was a factor, yet, that total cashed to the over, even. Yeah, and and the cat. It's just the fact that there wasn't a whole lot of adjustment, and I think it's just based on the fact that they're not willing to, from the Bucks side defensively, do what I think needs to be done to take the ball out of Chris Paul's hands when it comes to doubling the basketball. It seems like when when campaigns out there, when Cameron Payne's running mm-hmm. the show down, he didn't play a lot of minutes. They're doubling him, taking the ball out. Like, well, we got to make sure Payne doesn't get folks involved. We got to take him out of his rhythm. He's playing spot minutes. To me, the game plan should be to double Chris Paul, take the ball out of his hands, make somebody else have to beat you, deny Booker on the wing so that he's not that first pass away option, and makes 
somebody else beat you. If it's Aiton that continues to to tear it up on the interior, then let Aiton get his. But it's the defensive side to where these totals continue to get to the, make and hit the over, and the Suns continue to cash as far as covering these spreads these first two games. Because I just don't think it's just in the nature right now of the Bucks to be. We talked about it in the first hour. Why isn't Chris Paul getting down on the floor? Why are they not putting bodies on him? Why are right. they not banging him? But it, your identity is a finesse team. It's not all of a sudden just out, outside your. It just kind of outside of your character to do things like that. Outside of maybe somebody like a Bobby Portis. Now Bobby Portis comes out and he brings a lot of edge, and you see the intensity in those eyes and on that face of his. He is a very physical player. Tucker can be very physical too. And maybe that's where some of the adjustments need to be. Those guys out there, not to come out and be be some kind of thug or enforcer and knock guys around, but just to get a more physical presence on the floor on the defensive end. I think I'm probably going to stay away from this total Pritch because eventually mm -hmm. that number is going to start to regress. I don't know if we're going to see a spectacular shooting night out of Mikael Bridges like we saw last night. Um, and also, I think maybe we'll see on that side for the Bucks maybe a little more physicality defense to limit some of these opportunities and these open looks that the Suns have gotten through the first two games. Yeah, James, the, the player props have been fascinating too. And uh, from a side or a spread standpoint too for the Bucks, I mean, uh, the adjustments are starting to add up because now you throw in Bridges. And, and that was somebody that we highlighted yesterday and uh, he had 27 points I mean I don't know how you adjust to that uh, when a player like that can beat you with 27 points gets to the free throw line eight times uh, eight for eight uh, at the charity stripe there Make him work defensively. Bang yeah. him on the inside. I mean, you can you can beat him. You can beat him. I, I know he's from Villanova, and back then when they were winning those titles, he was part of that from that defensive mindset we saw from Nova. That's not translating to today's NBA. And I, I, we uh, we definitely saw, as, as far as Bridges was concerned, I saw it against the the Clippers, and they went after him defensively, not on the on the exterior. They went on not from the perimeter. They wanted to go take him off the dribble, get their shoulders into him, get him into the take him to the cup, get into the paint and make him at the defend. Yeah. He's got some length to him, but he doesn't have any strength to him. There's no girth behind that body for him. Make him work on that defensive end. Use some energy on that side. So yeah, he's going to have some open looks from the perimeter as the, the way that the bucks defense is set up uh, for some extended passes, which he got last night and knocked down. Now he's got some confidence going into game three, but you start taking some of that away by being physical with him on the other side of the floor. Right. And even though Budenholzer lobbied for uh, more, more foul calls. We saw Giannis and we saw others get to the line. Uh, Milwaukee did not take advantage of that, though, to the point where they got a victory. Uh, so, again, the adjustments are just adding up right there. I don't know what they're going to do, but I'm looking for them to get back. I mean, minus four at home right now, James. Yeah, yeah, and I probably Pritch. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to bet that. I think I'm okay. more inclined to go with those series bets at, at the plus 450 for Suns in six and Suns in seven. It all starts with the win on Game Three. Starts with the win Game Three yeah. on Sunday night. That might be the av avenue that I go. All right, tune in to Betting Across America. Certainly this weekend, James Salinas will be there breaking down the finals. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, your host from Las Vegas, James Salinas your host from Denver, Colorado. And on the program right now, Eric Eager, VP of Research and Development for Pro Football Focus. Eric, how are you? I'm doing well, guys. Uh, there was a, it's been a fun uh, basketball series, but uh, pretty soon football is going to be here. I know. Blink, and it'll be here, right? I mean, it's incredible right now. Uh, you have a top 10 quarterbacks list that's pretty intriguing. Uh, we got 17 regular season games. Um, did that affect your analysis at all as you picked uh, the top 10 quarterbacks in the league coming up? 
It, it kind of does, um, and I just want to be clear. Like the, you know, one of the things I'm trying to do is is take cost out of the equation, also, you know, factoring injury risk and things like that. So, yeah, I mean, um, I, I think you know when you look at the NFL, there's probably you know the top five or six quarterbacks pretty straightforward. After that, though, uh, it, it gets pretty hazy, and a lot of things with outcomes have to do with how much the player costs, you know, the, his team, or you know how injury uh, prone that that player could be. Erica, so thinking about it from the perspective of, of rankings here, what does that look like for you during the offseason when we know there's a lot of turnover, whether it's roster turnover, if we're talking about quarterbacks here and quarterback rankings, roster turnover on the offensive line, maybe the receiver unit and or turnover at the coaching staff, head coach and or offensive coordinator, do those kind of things factor in to how you start to place these rankings out? Uh, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And and like one that, you know, has gotten a fair amount of attention uh, and probably uh, Mike said uh, intriguing when maybe he said like enraging for some people, but like the, the, you know, having a, a similar tier with, with Mayfield cousins and, and Lamar Jackson, um, you know, when I, when you look at like that situation, um, you know, you look at Mayfield and, and, and uh, cousins have had different offensive coordinators every single year, each of the last, in the case of cousins, five years, in the case of Mayfield, three years, um, you know, and that that's certainly something where you look at them and they're still putting up, in the case of Cousins, really good numbers the last two years, in the case of Mayfield, good numbers a season ago. How do you weight that when you finally get to go in and now Cousins has a different OC, but it's the son of the guy he had last year, and with Mayfield, he finally gets to have some continuity at coach. How do you weigh that against a guy like Lamar, who has been in a fantastic situation in Baltimore, but has played, you know, extremely well that entire time. Um, so that, that, that's a really hard thing to do. Football is probably, you know, as you guys know, the most interconnected game that there is. And so you see a guy like Lamar Jackson, who's been the MVP of the league at his best, um, and, and frankly struggled offensively to the tune of, you know, one field goal uh, on offense in his last playoff start. Like, how do you, how do you weigh those sort of things uh, and come out with, you know, sort of like a, you know, and, and I basically, you know, to you guys, as well, I use the point spread. I use what I would estimate the guy would be worth against the point spread. And I think, for example, with those three guys, it's about equal, which I think a lot of people find surprising. But, um, but, but that's sort of like how it ended up shaking out for me. We're speaking with Eric Eager, VP of Research and Development for Pro Football Focus. It does get very interesting because Lamar Jackson is number 10 on your list. Uh, going over his um, passing totals, courtesy of DraftKings, Eric, uh, 3,200 and a half passing yards. Now, uh, there's been talk that he's going to be under center more. Uh, he's a top 10 quarterback, according to you, Pro Football Focus, in, in 3,200 and a half passing yards uh, and 17 regular season games. I mean, that seems obtainable for Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I think that's that's one of the overs I've bet. Uh, I think Baker Mayfield similarly low. Not not. I think he's in that 3,000 range where most quarterbacks right now are in 4,000 for their props. I like both of those guys, and for the exact same reason in many cases, both of the Browns and the Ravens are really smart teams. There's a good chance that both guys have contract extensions by the season, but if they don't, then I think both teams are going to throw the football more than they want to do um, just to figure out what they have in those guys to decide because you know the, the hard part is, like we saw with Goff took a team to the Super Bowl, Wentz took a team to the Super Bowl, um, you know, some of these guys who they who do really well on a rookie contract where you can sort of buy great players around them because 
rookie contract quarterbacks are so cheap end up faltering once they're the one making all the money and they have to elevate lower paid players around them. And so I think that there's, there's going to be an impetus on the part of the Browns and the Ravens to try to figure out what they have in those two guys. And as such, I think both passing total overs for those guys are a complete cinch if they stay healthy. Eric, one of the tools I love using pro football focus for the roster and the depth of roster. It's a great tool for me to use in my handicapping when we get to the NFL season. No pro football focus just released its the top rosters in the NFL and some of the rankings here. And thinking about those top five rosters and their season win totals, let's talk about, I really want to get your assessment of a few teams. One, obviously the Super Bowl champion Buccaneers. Everybody is back. That roster is fully intact and we'll have a full offseason to continue to even get better than what they were last year. So talk a little bit about the Buccaneers, their win total sitting at 11 and a half, as well as the Cleveland Browns. That's the team I really like going into this season. Love the identity of the offense, getting Mayfield under center, running and pounding the football up front with a great offensive line. And then some of the moves that they've made in the offseason on the defensive side, through, through whether it be through via the draft and or free agency, and their, their total win total sitting at 10 and a half right now. Can you kind of break down both the Bucks and the Browns from a season win total perspective of where you see those teams ending up at the end of the 2021 season. Yeah, I think both teams built a football team the way that I think you should, which is get a lot of guys that can run routes and can cover routes. You know, the Buccaneers spent seven sec- day two draft picks on the secondary um, in three years. Uh, and last season we saw when Kansas City, you know, couldn't use three seconds to get their wide receivers open. Um, you know, they were under siege. You know, Mahomes is under siege. He hit his back foot, and wide receiver three and wide receiver two uh, are not open. And the Bucks have six or seven defensive backs to take care of Kelsey and Hill, and it was not nearly as easy for Mahomes as it had been in previous seasons. That, that's a product of the Buccaneers building from back to front on defense. They obviously have – I mean, they have wide receivers that would make Mike's uh, Falcons back in the day blush, right, with uh, you know Jalen Darden being added from North Texas and obviously Scotty Miller, one of the fastest guys in the league. Tyler Johnson made some great plays in the playoffs, and obviously you have Brown, Evans, and Godwin, three all-pro wide receivers. So that it's just hard to lose when you have that many options on the outside and you have that many options to cover other teams' wide receivers. And I think the Browns figured that out too, right? Last season – even more impressive for Cleveland to do what they did without Odell Beckham Jr. for half a season and without the likes of Grant Delpit for a lot of the year. Denzel Ward spent some time injured. Um, you know, they, they, had, they did not have the secondary that they're going to have this year now that they have Troy Hill, John Johnson, you know, at free safety from, that, from L.A. Um, Ronnie Harrison has a full season under his belt and obviously Delpit uh, back from the Achilles. But, you know, they're going to make quarterbacks pat the ball. When the quarterbacks pat the ball, Miles Garrett's coming and Jadavion Clowney's coming. So that, I, I, I have a hard time seeing the Browns not be successful this year. Their head coach is, has got a, a very good head on his shoulders. He's a very impressive person. Um, so, yeah, both teams, uh, you couldn't pay me to bet under on either team. Eric, we had a four by four relay team uh, out there with the Falcons back in the day. Yes, that's uh, right. Yep. A lot of yeah, a lot of speed. Uh, I'm zeroing in right now uh, on Josh Allen. He's a top five quarterback uh, according to Pro Football Focus and you here, which I agree. I mean, uh, you can make a case. I, I think. I mean, this guy is phenomenal, right? Uh, and then you got the Bills as a top four roster uh, as well, uh, according to pro football focus. So 11 is their win total. Are we looking at something special this year from the Buffalo bills? 
I think so, and I think, you know, the difference that I see between Allen and, let's say, you know, his contemporaries in that draft, you know, Mayfield and Jackson, is that, you know, to win in the AFC, you have to compete against Patrick Mahomes. And, you know, I think Mayfield, he had a, a pretty good game in that playoff game at Arrowhead, but I did, you saw a ceiling there a little bit. Jackson's never beaten Mahomes yet. Um, yeah, I think he's 0 for 3 now. Um, and, but I think Josh Allen has that sort of high-end play that if you catch him on a great day, I think he can he can compete with Patrick Mahomes, and that's what you're going to have to do to win in the AFC. They're very similar as well. They have, you know, I talk about wide receivers. You know, you talk about Gabriel Davis, uh, Cole Beasley, Emmanuel Sanders, and then obviously Stephon Diggs, the league's leading receiver last year. Um, that that makes it that makes for a great young quarterback. Uh, you know, sort of supporting cast on defense. Uh, you know, I'm not as crazy about their secondary as I am uh, about the Browns or Tampa, for example. But, you know, Tredavious White's one of the best zone corners in football. And obviously they have Poyer and Hyde as safety. So they're a very good roster. Sean McDermott's one of the best coaches in football. So, you know, they should be right in the thick of things. I think the only issue with them is you look at that division. I think the Jets are going to be one of the most improved teams in the NFL. The Dolphins had a good year last season. And obviously New England's not going to die. So, um, you know, they're going to have a tougher road. Uh, than say Tampa Bay will, um, and, and so their opportunity to get the one seed might be a little bit more difficult. Um, but they they're they're a very formidable team. I think they'll be there for a while. Eric, I'd look. I like looking ahead and seeing Week One and looking at the the projected numbers that are out there and the lines and and trying to correlate which ones kind of stand out to me as far as what I think a team is going to look like and then what I think the books are valuing or undervaluing a certain team. I want to get your assessment of the Washington Football Team and where they stand right now, not only with their roster collectively, but bringing in Fitzpatrick there at the quarterback position. We know how with a style of uh, he's a gambler back there. He, he he's my <laughs> kind of guy let's get out there and sling the football around and take some shots and he's not afraid to do that and what that impact might be on that offense because I think that defensive line in particular best defensive line in football their home opener is against the Los Angeles Chargers and they're an underdog week one what do you see for the Washington football team into this season in particular on the offensive side now that Fitzpatrick is going to take the realm yeah, I think that they're a good team. Uh, you know, they bring Curtis Samuel in from from Carolina, who uh, is a very good player, uh, a more complete receiver than people believe. Obviously, Antonio Gibson's a year later into his career. They're okay on the offensive line. And then I think Fitzpatrick is probably the type of quarterback you need for this, right? Like, if you're not going to have an elite quarterback and you're not going to have a quarterback on a rookie deal, you sort of need a guy that is going to be extremely wild in, in his outcomes. Because Fitzpatrick at his best, you can compete with anybody. We've seen him go into New Orleans and beat Drew Brees. We've seen him, you know, play extremely good football. We've also seen him play extremely bad football. And if you're Washington, like you don't want to go seven and ten or, or eight and nine like you did a season ago. You either want to make the playoffs to the NFC East and 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 win some football games. And by the way, Fitzpatrick's never made the playoffs in his career as a starting quarterback. Or you want to be four and thirteen or three and 14 you want to be in a position to draft a guy because that roster other than at quarterback where i think they got a lot of okay options taylor heineke uh kyle allen and uh, and also uh brian fitzpatrick but they don't have like the future there right so the only way to get the future is either to you know uh you know have it in fitzpatrick or uh flame out and and draft a guy much like these other teams have with guys like wilson and lawrence this year in field 
Um, and, and that's that's and, and Fitzpatrick, I think, is the perfect quarterback there. I think whatever Fitzpatrick is this year for Washington, it won't be average. Eric, I wanted to ask you a question in terms of uh, any surprise situations in the National Football League because, you know, we go over teams that could be favorites uh, and teams that are going to have high win totals. We're talking about the Bills. We're talking about the Browns, the Chiefs, for instance, the Buccaneers. Uh, any team that's kind of flying under the radar uh, that maybe the books might be sleeping on and certainly betters might want to pay attention to? Yeah, I think you're actually getting a better price on this now that they traded Julio. I think Atlanta is a team that you want to look at. Uh, seven and a half and basically even both over and under. Uh, open seven, got to seven and a half, minus 150, and then I think now it's back to minus 110 or so um, because of the Julio trade. Arthur Smith's a great offensive coordinator, um, and I think as a head coach, he'll he'll control. The, they'll, they'll be able to score on offense enough to be to be kind of – uh, spicy in a lot of these games. And you look at, you know, Calvin Ridley, it, it would be my pick to win the receiving yardage title. He's a great receiver. He has experience with Julio out uh, as the number one. Mike Davis is a very good running back, and he's one of those running backs where I don't think they'll force touches to him, and he's a perfect sort of 15 touch a game guy. Um, and, and that's their offensive line is a bunch of young but good pedigree guys that you, you can imagine growing up this year. And their defense, while terrible last season, I think they're not that far from being average. And I think if you're an average defense with a great offense, which I think they have the potential to be, in that NFC South, I don't think you're competing with Tampa. But I think you can, I think you can overcome Carolina um, you know, with Sam Darnold and then New Orleans with Jameis Winston and Taysom Hill. So I think they could finish second in that division. And in the 17th playoff, like, in the NFC, they're both, I think they'll be primed to compete uh, for a playoff spot uh, in the NFC. Eric, you just mentioned the quarterback situation there with the Saints, and I got to ask you, what are they going to do? I think we, we debate back and forth. Is it going to be Jameis Winston? Is he going to be the starter? Is he going to get the bulk of the snaps, or are we still going to see those packages for Hill? What is Sean Payton going to do at the quarterback position for the Saints this year? I have no idea. I think Payton is – very smart. He's eight and two in his career coaching without Drew Brees. Um, that's pretty impressive given those backups are like Luke McCown, Teddy Bridgewater and Taysom Hill. But, um, but I, I don't know. I, I, you know, there is probably some pride associated with a guy who's been as successful as Peyton. So he might go with, with Taysom Hill, even though Winston, I think is the clear choice. Um, if he goes with Winston, I think it'll be really interesting because that team, you lose Emmanuel Sanders, you lose Jared Cook. You already didn't have that great of a receiving core outside of Michael Thomas. I think a recipe for disaster is somebody like Jameis trying to pump 200 targets to one guy uh, because he's a guy that'll force the ball anyway. Um, so, you know, part of me thinks that Peyton can get the best out of Jameis. And then the other part of me says, man, like that team, there's not a lot of great players to throw to. Uh, do they, is the fall off from Breeze, who is certainly falling off himself, but is the fall off bigger than we all imagined? So much great information right there when it comes to football. I mean, he's one of the best. Eric Eager, VP of Research and Development from Pro Football Focus, uh, co-host of Pro Football Focus 4, cast as well. Follow him on Twitter at PFF underscore Eric. Eric, thanks again for your time. That was awesome. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Take care. Absolutely. You do the same. Have a great weekend. Uh, when we come back on the program, we got to go over uh, Title Town, which is Tampa Bay. I can't believe it. We can bet on which team in Tampa Bay, James, is going to win the next title. That's coming up next.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare zumo play is your destination for endless entertainment with a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels movies and full tv series you'll easily find something to watch right away and the best part it's all free love music get lost in the 90s with iheart 90s dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iheart radio music channels no logins no signups no accounts no hassle so what are you waiting for start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and google play stores today all you can stream with zumo Play. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The new episode of the Ron Flatter Racing Pod looks ahead to next Thursday's opening of the summer season at Saratoga. Tom Law of the Saratoga Special offers an on-the-spot preview. Horse players advocate Jeff Platt discusses the evolving rules for pick-six wagers at Saratoga and Del Mar. Rampart Casino Sportsbook Director Dwayne Colucci handicaps weekend races. Subscribe now at vcin.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts and sponsored by First Bet. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, James Salinas, your host today. Uh, James are fighting over titles down there in Tampa, uh, title town. So uh, we have some odds here on which team will bring Tampa its next title. So we saw the Tampa Bay Lightning. They just won a Stanley Cup back-to-back right there. Like, they're 750 to three-peat. Uh, the Rays, uh, halfway through their season, are 14-1. To bring Tampa its next title, and then you got the Buccaneers, uh, who's about to kick off uh, training camp. They're plus six fifty. Let's go with the first one you talked about with the Lightning. Now talking about a three-peat if they were going to do this. Now I, I typically don't like to back teams that won from last year to go do a repeat, and in this case here for the Lightning to say that they're going to be able to put a three-peat together, especially through the grind of an NHL season, and it just it feels like that at plus 750, that just seems short to me. And yeah, it's a great team and, it's, and very intact team rolling over to next year, but 
hard to continue to duplicate that level of intensity that they did for not only this season, but in the playoff bubble last year, that would not be the, that's probably the first one I'm going to strike off the list. I'm not going to back any kind of team, put money on it, say they're going to be able to three-peat, especially in a competitively like the National Hockey League, where even a team like the Canadians, great story all season long and or throughout the playoffs, should I say, not a great story during the regular season, but great story throughout the playoffs where the Canadians, even right. a hot goaltender can get out there and beat you. I'm not going to go with the lightning there, Pritch. The Rays, I think the only the biggest concern for me is the health of Tyler Glasnow. Is he going to be able to come back? I suspect he's probably done. That's your number one starter. They're just doing it, being able to, you know, great great system that they have, bringing it the way that they, the through the bullpen and the spot starts, the the how they manage the pen and their approach at the plates is obviously the new day and age when it comes to analytics and launch angle fire the baseball getting up under it no shame in striking out they could care less they lead the bigs and strikeouts but I think with Glass now that's the ace I think that's what shows up in the depth of a series when talking about a seven game series and how many seven game series they'd have to go and win without Tyler Glass now in that pitching rotation to be able to sustain and win uh, the World Series and a title to bring back to Tampa. I can't go there. So I got to go with the Bucks, Bridge. <laughs> I'm going any which way. It's going to be the Bucks. And there's another one that you're going to repeat here. But if any team can do it, that led by a player like Tom Brady, who's just in my mind, he's just a different guy. He's right. a different, that, that's just the attitude and the intensity to win, the drive and the will to win. He still brings it at his age here and a full year offseason together with the intensity entire team roster intact make mine the bucks bringing the next title back to tampa it'll be the bucks this season plus 650 yeah we just had eric eager on uh, the program from pro football focus he's uh, tom brady's his number two quarterback on the top 10 quarterback list yeah. uh, right there with uh, patrick mahomes so uh, even an elevated age i'm not going to call him old elevated age uh, the guy is still fantastic and uh, put a challenge in front of him too you know, if there is a challenge, if they are fighting for titles in Tampa Bay, uh, that's another thing that he can chase, right? I mean, okay, you got the lightning going back-to-back. -back. I'll show you. I'm a new quarterback with the Buccaneers. We're about to go back-to-back, -to -back too. You don't get older, Pritch. You just get wiser. That's really what it is, <laughs> okay. and that's what Tom Brady is. And nobody's wiser in the NFL when it comes to, you know, he knows what he's – he knows what defenses are in before they get into their yeah. defense. They, he knows what to – he studies film. He's just been around for not only the experience of being around for so long, but he's working at it. He's continuing to work at it. Mm -hmm. He works all offseason with his body, with his mind getting engaged. He is such a driven athlete. I think it all stems back. It's, just, it's part of his character. It's part of his nature, and then I think a big piece of it too, continues with that chip on his shoulder about his draft position being drafted late in the sixth round, right. 199th overall 20 years ago, right? And that still drives him today. And now as far as a leader goes and one of the top quarterbacks still in this game, the accuracy that we see and all the weapons around him and that defensive front, yeah, the Bucks are and the, 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 the division that they're playing mm -hmm. in, clearly it's going to be a cakewalk through that division. Bucks to repeat. I usually don't like to go that route with the with the champion to re, to defend again, but for me, yeah, Bucks plus six fifty. I like that. Number. All right, something to think about too with the offseason with Aaron Rodgers. What's going on there now? Matthew Stafford aside with the Rams, I think they're going to be phenomenal. Uh, maybe looking at the the NFC uh, not being as competitive. Uh, this season. So something to think about there as well as we ponder Tom Brady going back to back with the Buccaneers plus 650 uh, to win a championship. Alex Barutha, Rotowire assistant NBA editor. He's going to join the program next to help us out with the NBA finals. Alex Barutha is next.
manager at betting headquarters for UFC 264. We're bringing you in-depth analysis of the McGregor-Poirier main event, plus key bouts on the undercard from our full team of experts, including Lou Finicaro, Reed Kuhn, and Jordan Sherwood. Sign up for the free VSIN newsletter to receive our digital guide and tune in Saturday at noon Eastern for First Strike, our live preview show with updates from all of our fight experts. Get everything you need for betting on UFC 264 and sign up now for the free UFC 264 betting guide at vcin.com slash free. Welcome back to the program. It's Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard hosting from Las Vegas. Your other host, James Salinas, out there in Denver, Colorado. Right now on the program with us, Alex Barutha, Rotowire Assistant NBA Editor. Alex, how are you? Doing well. How are you guys? Doing great. Doing great. Thanks for your time today. Uh, James uh, Salinas and myself, we were talking about the adjustments for the Bucks to get back into the series. Uh, I said that I've seen this movie before because they were down 0-2 to the Nets. They battled back, and here they are in the finals. Uh, different movie, though, different characters, obviously. Um, but yet, can you see a path back into this series for the Bucks? What do they need to do? I definitely see a path back. I mean, we've seen plenty of series, especially competitive ones, where the, row, uh, the home team wins the first four games of the series. Uh, I know that you know the Bucks are favored by about four in game three here. I think the Bucks, honestly, they they tried a lot of different stuff in this game. You know, they went, uh, you know, game one they they were doing more switching. Game two they switched to that defensive drop coverage. I thought they got decent shots uh, in game two. It's just that. A lot of them didn't fall. You know, Drew Holiday, uh, Middleton, Brooke Lopez, like their collective field goal percentage was awful. Giannis did a lot of the heavy lifting. But some of those guys, like Middleton got good shots. Holiday got good shots. Um, I think sometimes like those just don't fall. And when you're at home, I think there's a stronger chance um, those looks go in. So I don't expect any major adjustments from the Milwaukee Bucks because uh, I think they just got unlucky to some extent. Alex and and so I for me we've been talking about this like Pritch said the breakdowns both offensively and defensively for the Bucks I didn't get involved in the series yet because I really needed to see Giannis and how was he going to come back from his knee injury and obviously the bounce back game last night very aggressive very spirited out there uh, looks I wouldn't say he's 100% healthy but back to at least his aggressive nature we saw last night against the Suns and I, I just feel like but when he plays that way I feel like we see the Bucks get a little past especially Chris Middleton. That's the one we've we song and dance. Again, we've seen this film before where Middleton will have a great game and then he's kind of no show for the next game or thereafter, maybe a couple games here. What are we going to see out of Chris Middleton? Where's the fire? Where's the spirit? Where's the competitive pride? I think that's what I'm looking to see come game three for the Bucks to be able to get back into the series because I did not see that out of Chris Middleton last night. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point you bring up because when Giannis didn't play, in the final two games of the Hawks series, you saw Holiday and Middleton step up in a in a whole new different way. They were hyper aggressive. They were looking to get their shots. They were playing bully ball. And then when Giannis returns, there are some moments where you're right. They're kind of just looking at him. Everyone's standing around the perimeter, like, "Hey, man, you do something. Like, please save us." A lot of uh, Giannis ISO plays. So hopefully, I mean, I, th I think it's possible the Bucks, you know, maybe run some more plays to get Middleton and and uh, you know off some screens so we can get open threes maybe some more of those mid range looks that he likes, but at the same time, like when the bucks are really making that comeback in the third quarter, I mean, Giannis had that historic third quarter scoring 20 points 
a lot of that was just him running like ISO plays, you know, uh, just going into the post, being patient, everyone else clearing out. And so I kind of wonder, you know, maybe Middleton still gets his, but I kind of wonder if the Bucks do that or, or are forced to do that again. And it's just another big game from Giannis. And if Middleton can end up, you know, uh, avoiding going one for six on threes, then you'll have a better game at least. We're speaking with Alex Baruth, a RotoWire assistant NBA editor. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Alex underscore NBA Rutha. Uh, so, Alex, I've been pining for the physicality to emerge for the Bucks. meaning uh, I think Chris Paul needs to hit the floor. I mean, entirely too comfortable out there. Do the Bucks have that within them, you think? Uh, we're talking about them offensively establishing themselves to get back in uh, to the series. But what about defensively and being more physical on the floor? I, I agree with you there. I mean, I was calling for that earlier, even in the Hawks series. I thought they should have been way more physical with Trey Young uh, and kind of make them, you know, like, yeah, like, like you mentioned, like hit the deck. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Drew Holiday defensively um, is really aggressive and will get physical with people. Um, I mean, he had great block on DeAndre Ayton. He had great block in transition. He was doing good work on Chris Paul all game. So I don't think he's particularly the issue. Um, Giannis can also get pretty intense, but you, like the other guys on the team will I mean, Middleton's not an in-your-face defensive guy. He's not really looking to shove people around. Brooke Lopez, for as big as he is, is kind of just like he he just he doesn't like bully people at all. Like mm-hmm. occasionally you'll see him go into the post and try to elbow somebody a little bit, but it's like once a game. And on defense, you know, he's always going for trying to block shots at the top of the uh, you know, kind of the at the apex of the shot rather than getting into people's bodies. Some of that's the nature of the drop coverage. But yeah, I mean, the Bucks really need to make uh, Phoenix feel them because Phoenix is the, I think they don't have as much size as Milwaukee. Um, you know, Giannis is bigger than any power forward the Suns have on the team. Lopez is bigger than eight and Holiday's bigger than Drew. I mean, almost across the board, these guys are bigger. And when you're a team like the Bucks and you're struggling from three, especially you haven't, you've been a bad three point shooting team, all playoffs. It's continued here. You have to like take, you have to really use your advantages and lean on that. And for the Bucks. That's their physicality. Beat them up inside. Take them to the paint. Um, and on defensively, or defensively, like you mentioned, again, it's it's just getting physical. Alex, so we've been digging into the prop market when it comes to player props and matchups and whether it's points, rebounds, assists, those types of things. And I tend to look a little further down from the all-star players because their numbers are pretty high all the time, very inflated. We know how that works through the playoffs. But looking at the Suns, the strength of the team coming in was the depth. Uh, Now they're a little banged up on that depth coming off the bench. But somebody like a Cam Johnson, who's a tremendous shooter, probably the best pure shooter from three on that team. What do you see the impact going forward? forward if somebody like Craig is not going to be able to play now uh, and the shooting prowess of, of somebody like Cam Johnson being able to come in and do some significant minutes to try to try to give those starters a rest. That's a good point. I mean, Craig is technically day to day, but that knee injury looked pretty bad. I mean, he was in a lot of pain, so mm-hmm. it'd be, I, I would be surprised if he ended up playing. So yeah, if you're looking at Cam Johnson props, you know, over his threes, um, same with Mikhail Bridges, who had an excellent game too. I think we could see even more minutes out of him. He played 38. And I know you you mentioned possibly avoiding some of the top tier guys, but DeAndre Ayton, you know, uh, will Frank Kaminsky continue to play in this series? Who knows? And if that's not the case, do you need Ayton for 48 minutes? Yeah, great point right there. Great breakdown, too, as we look forward to Game 3 uh, NBA Finals. Alex Berutha, uh, Rotowire assistant NBA editor. Thanks a lot for your time. Have a great weekend. Thanks, guys. You too. Absolutely. Take care right there. Great, great breakdown. I love that information right there. Uh, Coming up next on the program, uh, some leans, some picks, uh, final thoughts, all that coming up next.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Sign up today and win $100 when you place a $1 wager on the Notorious One to get his revenge in the main event of UFC 264. Simply use bonus code VSIN100 when you place your bet to take advantage of this knockout offer. It's a new customer offer paid in free bets. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions must be at least 21. Located in Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan. New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Washington, D.C., Virginia, or West Virginia. Excludes Michigan. Disassociated persons, please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C., 1-800-270-7117 for help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa and Tennessee. Call or text the red line 800-889-9789 in Indiana. It's 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer now available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show. Betting Across America, Mike Pritchard, James Salinas hosting today. James, UFC 264, big card out here in Las Vegas. We had Lou Finacaro on the program in studio with us yesterday uh, with the breakdown. Had the, um, we saw the weigh-ins, which was always interesting. I mean, Connor is a show, uh, showman. I mean, he knows how to promote. Uh, he knows how to create hype. Uh, Poirier, that guy is driven. Uh, talking to Bill Goldberg before, uh, before the, the second fight, uh, Poirier had 
Connor and his sights. Where are you with this fight? Right now, minus 125 for Poirier, plus 105 for Connor. I'm right there with our buddy Gam Lou that was on, Lou Finicaro, with us yesterday, and he talked about this fight, about yeah the styles and where the last fight, I think, with McGregor. And, yeah, he clearly stated it, and it looked like that way. He hadn't fought in a long time and was clearly looking ahead or may so more so looking at the other things that go on outside of the octagon there for when they were talking about business for McGregor and mm-hmm. didn't take the fight as seriously as Poirier, like you talked about, very driven and very focused and really focused on that front leg of McGregor is really what it was and just tore it to pieces, tore that calf muscle and just tore his leg up to pieces. So I I don't know if I'm going to get involved with it because I think the one thing we did talk about with with Lou as well was – you know, we talk about the showmanship with McGregor, and he loves to feed off the crowd. Well, I think there's going to be a couple people in the stands out there in Las Vegas for this fight tomorrow, Pritch. So I think for McGregor, yeah, he does feed off that crowd, and he is a showman um, and want to give a good fight. and gonna be, He's, he's going to give a much better effort and much better focus okay. for this fight than he did the last time. I'm looking more so at getting involved with the rounds and going the over. Now, we're juiced up, and they typically don't like to get involved in laying juice, especially in the fight game, but it's juiced up as far as the rounds prop going will this fight go over one and a half rounds i think that it will and it's sitting right now at minus 160 that's probably the first place i'm going to get involved when it comes to that fight yeah i was looking around for angles too because i think uh the aspect of hunger versus being full uh is real so i'll explain uh in my sport in professional football you get that big contract uh guys are not as hungry uh and therefore their production goes down they're just not the same player now connor He's got to fight that, right? I mean, this guy is wealthy, not rich. He's wealthy. Uh, and so you have to remove him from the family. You have to you have to almost create a hunger for him. So it's almost like his camp uh, is trying to do a lot for McGregor to get engaged into this fight the right way, whereas Poirier, I think, is already driven that way. I mean, he, that guy fights hungry. So being hungry for one, yeah, Poirier for sure in the last fight absolutely was the the better, the more focused fighter and the hungrier fighter. That's where where does competitive pride come in when you want to redeem yourself from mm-hmm. a poor performance? In this case, for McGregor, I think that's probably the one that that that's where I'm a little hesitant to want to back Poirier again. Okay. And it's just the fact that okay, well, yeah, it, he's not as hungry. He's very wealthy man. You'd mentioned for Conor McGregor, but there's got to be he's a competitor. He's an athlete. He's an athlete. He's a competitor, too. And there's got to be some competitive pride that, yeah, you go back and watch film and you hear all the talk about it. You didn't show up. You basically you got you, you got you you got whooped. We'll just leave it right there. Right. You got punished. You got worked. You got worked in that fight. Now, as a competitor, you want to redeem yourself from it. I think that's where I'm sitting right now is this. I'm hesitant because, yeah, not as hungry. But, yeah, there's something to be said when you get when you got beat down the way that you did and you lost the way that you did. You want to redeem yourself and would suspect, even though he's not as hungry, yeah, there's some competitive pride that shows out for McGregor tomorrow. And then we have the heavyweights, uh, uh, Tuivasa, minus 145 against Greg Hardy, the former football player, plus 120 soft body, uh, Greg Hardy. Uh, And I asked Lufi Nicaro about the respect uh, issue or or angle, if you will, uh, with Greg Hardy. I mean, UFC 264, this kind of card, uh, and here you have Greg Hardy. Does he show up? I mean, he's plus 120. That one, I'm probably just going to stay away, Pritch, because mm-hmm. the, you know, the backstory with Greg Hardy, that's not somebody that I want to – if I'm betting on it, I'm going to root for it. And that's honestly to be to be just 
I'm personally right. honest, that's not somebody I want to root for. So I'm probably not going to bet the fight. I don't want to bet against it. Yeah, you're going to angry guy in there, and they're going to throw toe to toe. And yeah, Greg Hardy throwing toe to toe. That's a that's a big that's an immovable object to have to get in there and fire with. But as far as me wanting to root for him and bet on that side, that's going to be a stay away from. I hear you. Big card though, UFC 264 um, out here in Vegas, T-Mobile. Uh, James, it's been a long time coming since we've had a big fight like this, uh, yes. big main event like that. Looking forward to it with all the fans coming in town. Absolutely. So it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm sure there's a lot of buzz out there. Like there's a lot of buzz here for the all-star game here in Denver. A lot of buzz out there for, for the, for the fight to happen or the UFC 264 to go on tomorrow night. And also I want to, one other thing that I was looking at. So we're talking about the other fights, mm -hmm. Stevie Thompson. Now, so our buddy Lou Finnecarl was all about Stevie Thompson. He likes him here in this fight. He's laying, it's roughly a dollar $1.55. That might be the route that I go. We talked about the over when it came to the round minus one and a half to go over that total laying a dollar 60 I might do the parlay there I'm not really one to do parlays if I am it's because I don't want to I'm too frugal to lay big juice at a dollar 60 dollar 55 that might be the route that I go I'm doing the math right now it's roughly getting back about a dollar 65 or so plus money plus 165 add plus 170 ish I think that's where I'm going to go I, I'm and really just going with our boy Lou because Lou's always great in his expertise of breaking these fights down with with Stephen Thompson the fight prior to the McGregor fight and then over the rounds, one and a half rounds for McGregor and Poirier. Yeah. Yeah. He is really good at that. Uh, certainly follow him on Twitter at Gamlu uh, for sure. James, Major League Baseball, Yankees and the Astros. Uh, do you have a lean or pick here for this game? I'm going with the Astros in this spot. It's a, it's a dollar 35 is what I laid for the Astros. Now this is going to be the Yankees first trip back to Houston since that 2019 ALCS and all the, all the drama that happened <laughs> afterwards. And later on with what was, I don't know what was under the shirt or don't take off my Jersey. I don't want to show off my chest muscles. I don't know as far as Altuve goes, <laughs> but uh, I just think right now, and normally I would want to go the other side. I would be like, all right, the Yankees are going to come in very focused into this series and a little bit of a, you know, some, in a sense, that that redemption and the payback for all the things that happened in that series and that came out finally with the uh, the cheating scandal and stealing signs, et cetera. But here the Yankees are just not in that place right now. Mm -hmm. This is not a team that's playing well to where they've got other things to focus on. If you're looking back to, if you're looking ahead to the series and we're going to go and redeem ourselves from 2019, uh, that, that right now they've got issues when it comes to putting hits together. The pitching staff is not getting, it's just a bad baseball team right now. I know where there's the expectations too. When you're talking about a payroll the size of the Yankees, there's a lot of expectations that come with that too with the New York Yankees and I think here with the the Astros coming back home it's a team that can hit the baseball they really hammer lefties as a team collectively and that's what they're going to see today now it's going to be a spot start for Cortez I don't know how many innings we'll see three maybe four I think probably three they may just have them go through the lineup one time and not have them adjust the second time around so but the Astros have hit lefties all season long collectively hitting it at a mark of 284 I'll take the Astros I'll lay that bit of juice here at a dollar 35 for Houston to, uh, yeah, not a team that I love to, to, to root for, sure. for any matters, but if I'm betting on them, Pritch, yeah, that's my team tonight. I like the Astros late at $1.35. $1.35 out here as well. That total nine, uh, James, uh, Vegas also with the A's and the uh, Rangers. Uh, nine's the total. Texas, the dog at home, plus 117. 
Yeah, normally I'm looking at the pitching match of like Jordan Lyles is doing this. Where was this? Maybe he's just happy to be away from Colorado the last couple of years. Uh, but it's a pitcher's park there right. in Texas. And not that this is a great pitching matchup here with Lyles and Irvin, but Lyles has actually been at, at one of the few bright spots for this Rangers team. Not a whole lot to go. So it's you got the, the bar is pretty low when you're talking about the Rangers. But at home, it is a pitcher's park there. Irvin is a little bit of regression. Figured we'd see that from the young fella, but has pitched pretty 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 well throughout the season and I think here more so in a fact that yeah we talked about picking and choosing your spots when mm -hmm. it comes to the last three games prior to the all-star break here now Oakland finally got away and they were they able did. to finally get over the hump they have not they've not played very well against the Astros this season uh, we're able to squeak out that win last night or yesterday afternoon against the Astros now travel to Texas you know it was an intense series and it always is between the Astros and the A's those teams do not like each other here and now they're going to take on another divisional opponent in the AL West against the Rangers but just feels more like a kind of a letdown factor here for the A's and uh, I'll, I'll take another shot with the under almost swept the board last night in baseball uh, until I saw what happened in the eighth and the ninth inning in that Cleveland game we had the under under nine in yep. that in that tribe game and it was sitting three to one going to the last of the ninth or last of the eighth excuse me and I think they exploded for uh, I, I didn't see the game and I, I'm glad that I didn't when it came down to the bullpens melting down but I'm going to take another shot here with a full nine we're going to go under the nine it's actually getting juiced up here so it's juice going towards the over I'm going to be a little contrarian here and go the under in that pitcher's park maybe a little bit of a letdown not the high intensity series from for the A's matching up with the Rangers that we saw yesterday and through that series against the Astros. I didn't want to bring up the Cleveland uh, situation right there because you did well <laughs> with baseball. I knew it, too. Going into yep. the show, I was like, I'm not going to mention it. Uh, now, if we can get – That's all good. Right, yeah, I hear you. I hear you. But if we can get um, – uh, Washington and, and San Diego, those type of games for the rest of the year after this All-Star break. Yeah. <laughs> I'll sign me up for that. Uh, great job, James. Good luck with everything. Uh, we'll see you on Betting Across America this weekend. Absolutely. You have a great weekend. Good luck with your bets. Stay safe out there, Mike. Thank you very much. Uh, great, great job right there. James Salinas uh, hosting today. Look for him betting across America this weekend uh, as well. Coming up next on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network, My Guys in the Desert. It's coming up next. Three six five. We don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet three six five. Twenty one plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call one eight hundred Gambler. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 